summertime is here, right? And you're probably spending a lot of time around the old pad, or maybe even in your apartment. Well, if you need some good stereo gear to put that time all together, Sights and Sounds on Kings Highway in Brooklyn can supply it. And for the least bread possible, they've got all the best equipment brands like Sony, Morantz, JBL, Infinity, Citation, or any name brand, the prices that can't be beat. They've also got the largest sound room around, so uh, you know what you're buying before you buy it, and you know you really like it first. Come on down and speak to Crazy Eddie. <laughs> For a really crazy deal on any hi-fi system. He taught me how to laugh like that. They're open six days a week till 10, and every Sunday from noon to 5. And if you still don't have the time, you call up and ask Crazy Eddie for an insane price quote on any total system. Number is 376-9774. They've also got a great selection of albums and tapes at some really great prices. Sights and Sounds is located at King's Highway at East 12th Street in Brooklyn. They're the stereo store that will not be undersold. You bet you're Crazy Eddie. So what's up, man? Oh, yeah. That sounds like bullshit. That's usual technology, man. That's technology for you. Sometimes I think, speaking of technology, I think some technology is weird because it acts up around certain things. Don't you ever notice that? Sometimes technology is weird. Like you notice, like, for example, 11, 11 uh, microphone, uh, microwave, especially, especially stars back in the day. Yeah. Seeing that 11, 11, or in car uh, alarm, car clocks. <clears throat> It's a phenomenon. It's there. People see 1111 or they see us repeating numbers. It's there. People see it. There's, people have said George Nury on Coast to Coast AM has said it has a link to Guardian Angels and all these new age type of deal. I'm just saying, isn't that weird? Technology. Well, we don't Te- know a lot about it. Technology is weird. You know what? It's funny they mentioned that because I've been kind of obsessed, but I haven't been doing anything about it. Um, to, to want to like, I want to build an app. I want to build an app, and I want to teach myself uh, Adobe, well, it's just for fun. But I want to see if I can make money with it eventually, and um, make logos and stuff. And uh, it's easy; you just gotta buy it. I have the laptop now for it. See, before I had the uh, had that Google Chrome. My Google Chrome, yeah, cat laptop wasn't uh, compatible a lot of, with a lot of programs. So now I got another. Please tell well, me no, I had an Acer. I had an Acer laptop, but then I got another Acer laptop. But this one is an Intel Windows. So this one I can actually download stuff onto. But I didn't get a computer. I didn't. You know what it is? I haven't had a, like I haven't had like a big like desktop uh, computer for a long time. I've had a laptop. It's just easier. Um, I used to have the. When I was doing, when I had the business out of the house, you still, was, you still, you still, you got this like shitty, shitty ass mid-range laptop. No, it's, I got a, I got a nice, I got a nice one. Um, I, I have, uh, I think last time we were having problems connecting because it's just, it's, it's the laptop. It's not meant for all that, for all that usage, but. Um, okay. Yeah, but I don't, was, I don't, was it Intel? Intel? What, what? What processor? What RAM? It just says it just says Intel inside. I don't even know. I got. I'll be honest with you. I get these things refurbished, and I, I got to be honest with you. I kind of just hand them off to somebody who knows a thing or two about these things. So I just kind of give them the money and say, "Hey, look, can you do me a favor? I need this. <laughs> like, just tell me what it costs when you find it." Instead of shopping like normal people, you do it in the most shadiest way possible. No, they're just going online and just doing it. And, yeah, but these companies online have good policies. Mm. You know, like if you get something, you um. Okay, so it's a company online. I thought you, you thought you said you were talking to a dude and you just you just gave him money and he. No, 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 no. It's like a, it's a friend. Um, 
So, yeah. I mean, I take all those tablets and phablets and uh, laptops. Shit, I'd sell all that and like a really nice laptop. Why? Good game to play Warzone. But right now, Warzone's not the shit. So, I mean, don't you want a game like? I do play games. I play retro games on my uh, my my pad, man. My uh, oh, retro games on your iPad. Yeah. yeah, and I play Cybersphere. You don't like playing the Cybersphere game. Yeah, I mean, that's true. In most games nowadays, multiplayer is full of toxic girls who are telling me to fuck my mom, so. Ah. You know what I mean? I'm better off just uh. playing some single player. Just, I don't know. I just watch TV a lot now. Now that I got my TV, I watch hockey. Like, full games from beginning to end. Because the TV is so goddamn big. It's really entertaining. Wow. <laughs> I've been watching, yeah, I don't know. I'm watching a, uh, doc- I'm watching some documentary on uh, YouTube about a psilocybin. Or like people in Canada. It's like Canadian people. People who have uh, Canadian like air service people. Um, I guess. Canadian? Yeah. Go Canada. Wait. Let's see. Oh. What were we like? Did it was it a, was it like an air crash? Because I heard about. No, I hit. I hit, I just hit. I just hit back. Damn. Yeah, it was just. Damn, where was it? That was interesting. But anyway, just a bunch of people like this guy was just like going through a lot of shit, and it really helped him when he um, took psilocybin. So. Yeah. I've heard about that. I've heard about that, obviously, for cluster headaches, like migraines and shit. I've yeah. also heard about that recently. Microdosing psilocybin helps with depression. Yeah. You take a small dose every, like, couple hours. You got to be careful, though, because if you get it off the dark web, you're going to fucking die. Um, you got to get it right shit. It's got to smell right. I mean, yeah. Wow. I don't do that. I don't do shrooms anymore. I mean, it's a weird trip. It's uh, well, you did you did shrooms at one point? You would do do them like actively do? Not them? regularly. I mean, we had like, you know, I'll be honest. I had a guy who would hook hook me up. Me and my friend, we do shrooms like every week, two or three times a week, and it was fun. And then I just didn't like it. One trip, I didn't like it. You know, I just didn't like it. I just didn't like what was happening. I just want to. I just want to let. Every, the listeners know that the, the views and opinions reflected by the guests on the show are not necessarily the views and opinions held by the hosts of the show. I don't advocate taking mushrooms. We don't. We don't condone, or we don't condone or uh, endorse any. Uh, yeah. Anything that any of our guests it's, say, but just have to throw that disclaimer out there for can, our Canadian airwaves. You know, you got all sorts of laws and shit. See, there's this one sketchy guy who was my brother's friend, and I was doing shrooms. We're all doing. Oh, that's that's always good. And he was so sketchy because the whole time he was talking, right? Yeah. He never let anybody else talk. Like we'd be in a circle, we do shrooms, and we'd like have a couple of joints, right? He'd always be talking. You never shut the fuck up. And then, um, he'd always be like carrying the conversation, leading the conversation. 
And the weirdest thing is, sometimes he would, he was wearing a t-shirt, right? And sometimes he would take his t-shirt, like, and take his hands out of the holes of his, of his t-shirt holes and put them in his chest so he'd pretend like he didn't have fucking hands. He wouldn't say anything. And he just continued talking. It was so fucking upsetting and offsetting. Just there's something wrong. What? Off. Maybe he, he's cold or something. Yeah, I, perhaps. That's what he probably said. He was cold. It's just like, um, you're going to go outside and do zoomies for a long period of time. A coat? I don't know. I mean, he was kind of poor, so... Yeah, is that uh, all right? So now with your big, I don't know if you do this, but because uh, like I have a, uh, I've been doing this lately on the on the uh, TV, because my TV is pretty big too. I don't know if it's fifty inches, but uh, watch like YouTube like uh, tsunami videos, man. I've been watching like tsunami videos from all over the world. It's pretty crazy. I'm watching the 2004 like some video about this like on YouTube. It says the deadly wave is unstoppably approaching 550 miles per hour to the island of Sri Lanka, 1,100 miles from the epicenter. And it just keeps going. Just keeps going. Me and my brother, my mom and my dad were in Porto, uh, Porto Dominican Republic when that happened. So the waves Port were... Porto Prince. Port, were you going to say Porto Prince? No, Porto Palata. It's a resort in near... I mean, it's a resort, resort. It's called Porto Palata in the Dominican Republic. And yeah, so I went there, and after the earthquake, dude, there was crazy waves. Like there was like a sign that day saying "Don't go on the water" because the waves were pretty crazy. I mean, that was like that was crazy. Like I was outside of Canada, and this crazy thing happened. Like it was spooky. You know what I mean? You mean like wait that that tsunami? Yeah, we went there for Christmas. That's so, so weird. Is it... it happened the day after Christmas, right? Yeah. And we were in, we were there. We woke up and it was all over the news on the air, on the on the newspapers. How I heard of it, and um, crazy, the waves even in Dominican Republic were like apparently unsafe or some shit. So check it out. Approximately ninety minutes after the initial earthquake hit, the initial earthquake, uh, the tsunami waves reached Sri Lanka. The first tsunami waves initially caused a small flood as it struck the coastline. Small flood, but then you see, oh, that's crazy. You see the video. I always wonder why people don't run like that. that if I saw that much, well, I would, I would definitely think, I don't know, man. I would definitely. They're tourists. You don't know. You don't know what a tsunami looks like when you're a tourist. All by Sunbathing, you know. Taking in everything, you don't know what you don't know what the beach is supposed to supposed to look like. All the local, all the locals run. You don't know though. Like if you're in a foreign country and it's like Bangladesh or wherever Indonesia, yeah, you're gonna have no idea what a normal beach looks like versus high tide versus a tsunami, right? Yeah, crazy. There was a movie made about it. I saw I saw it on Netflix with the uh, uh, was it Julia Roberts or no, no the Nicole Kidman about the tsunami. Yeah. No, well, I think it's uh, I think it was the some other English lady. Uh, right, she like loses her kids. Yes, yeah, Nicole then... Kidman and the other guy. No, it's not Nicole Kidman. It's some some other blonde chick. In the interpreter, no. right? Who's also in the interpreter? No, it's not the same one. I know oh. the interpreter. I think it. Whatever. Um, so because all the white well, all white people look this, uh, like to you, fucking racist. Yeah, racist as fuck. Especially to like 
I had to bring it up from the <laughs> first one to point it out. Yeah, this video is crazy. Last night I was watching. What was I watching last night? I was watching um live video of. I guess all of a sudden there was like a, a volcanic eruption in Iceland, and somebody had shown it like live. Yo, what's the deal with that? I heard about that. Yeah, I don't know. I was watching it at one in the morning. I don't know if it made news or not because I was watching it there. And then uh, it like had like three live feeds on this volcano. And then I saw I started to like go on one of the feeds, and I was trying to like I was almost falling asleep. And then I started seeing the thing like like a, like a really starting to like erupt last night. And then I was like, what? And so I, I caught I caught a little bit of it like kind of like blowing up a little bit. Um, and I kind of dozed out. I did notice that. It, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say it was like. I think it was like one in the morning when I was watching it there because Iceland's Iceland's uh, only like three or four hours behind us. They used to have there was that one that earlier like what four or five years ago it blew up at the, the volcano and it stopped all their traffic in Europe. That was in Iceland too, right? Or Greenland? Remember? Something like that. Yeah, Iceland. yeah. I think it was in Iceland. Yeah. It was in some. Is it another one that that blew up? But it's uh, not. I don't know if it's yeah. the same one, but but it's yeah. probably from Iceland. Probably the same one. Probably. I think Greenland's too far away. I think Greenland's mostly ice. That's the thing. That, 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 that's the whole history behind it. I don't know the history behind it. But I think the legend has it is that Iceland is called Iceland right. because they wanted to throw off the uh, Vikings, right? They wanted to, Yeah, I guess whoever the, the inhabitants wanted to throw off the Vikings, which is stupid because, like, it's just stupid. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's like, wouldn't you... It's you know Iceland. I, don't know. I mean, I think the only claim to fame uh, Greenland has is that it has one early warning station. If anyone tries to nuke North America, they'll have to take that out before they nuke us. So give us some yeah, time. Yeah, Greenland, first line of defense. Give us like eight minutes more. <laughs> they give us, yeah, the hell So their, their death, their death and crying screams, hello, hi, we have eight minutes from that point. <laughs> from the initial the initial shock the initial blast I remember my, my teacher was telling me about this he was teaching us about you know Cold War and shit he said yeah if it hit Toronto and we were in Mississauga he's like yeah no you wouldn't you would just see like a flash like a, a white light bright light flash. <laughs> and then you I, would really, you would just enjoy the show cause that's what he said cause like you wouldn't you tell him <laughs> oh, I would have been like, "How do you know that?" Wait, uh, uh, that sounds exactly like what uh, a movie I saw in a movie. Like that—that's that, actually what happened in Terminator, or like any fucking. <laughs> so wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I just want to be clear here. I'm going to school, right? I'm supposed to be educated, and you're pretty much telling me something that. Wait, ha- wait. Second of all, I would have been like, "Wait, have you even have you seen a, a nuclear blast? How do you know that that's how it goes down?" The well, fuck? think about it. There are there's an app uh, on the internet. Okay. That can show the magnitude of theoretically, and yeah, basically, basically, Toronto would be destroyed, and everything within thirty kilometers would be uninhabitable. It would be basically dead from burns. Mm. I mean, talking about just even the smallest of nuclear weapons, like Little Boy and shit like that. So, burn, motherfucker! Nuclear weapons are. I mean, it's it's amazing. You take an atom and you shake it to the point where it leaves its natural state. And it creates so much energy, you can actually weaponize it, and it burns the fucking atmosphere. Like, that area is now burned. It burns the air. 
Amazing, amazing, amazing technology. Speaking about that shit. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know what? Uh, uh, that reminds me. They, um, Chernobyl. If you're, did you remember that Chernobyl series that came out a little before? It was in 2019. It was the summer of 2019, remember? I heard, I think, uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it I did a really good job. Game. Yeah. It did a pretty decent job of, uh, of describing, uh, I don't know, painting that picture. And so Chernobyl, there's a lot around it, but um, when it first erupted, there was something happening to the air because it was so... So first of all, when, when, when Chernobyl happened, the, the it happened in, like I think it was uh, either present-day Ukraine or present-day Belarus. and Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah, yeah. So what happened was it, it, but see that what the Ukrainians and the Soviets, they didn't tell the world. You know how, you know how the, do you no. know? It was it was it was called. They detected it in Sweden or Switzerland. I forgot which one, but they, they were detecting high uh, doses of radiation, and the people there were like, "What's going on?" They you know the rate the radio, whatever things. But it, it was another country that took for them to detect it. To be like, all right, what's going on here? And then that's when ah. the Russians had to fess up. Yeah, or else the Russians probably would try right. to keep it a secret. Right. They probably would have done that. Who knows? You know. Did so you hear about the Russians trying to stop that natural gas fl- uh, fire in uh, Uzbekistan with a nuclear weapon by detonating it underground, and it actually worked? Stop a fire in Uzbekistan? There was a natural gas fl- uh, fire because you know Uzbekistan has net vast natural gas yeah. reserves. Uh, one of the wells basically got on fire, failed. There was they just blew it to pieces. This is during the Cold War seventies. It was a huge fire was going on for four years. I think yeah. they couldn't stop it. It was draining the economy. It was the amount it was used. It could like power like all the cities of shit for like a whole bunch of time. So what yeah. they did, they were like, what are we gonna do? They tried everything. So they took a nuclear weapon underground and somehow it moved like all the fucking. Uh, soil to stop the fire from going up into the, I guess, above their ground. It was always mm-hmm. in underground, and somehow yeah. they capped it. Amazing. That is pretty crazy. I gotta say. Imagine if they didn't do that. Who knows what the fuck? They probably burned because burn till it's like done. Because Russia is so like backwards. It would take a long time for them to be like, "Oh yeah, we don't know what to do about this." We I feel even- like I feel like we're so yeah. No, I'm just I feel like we're so I feel like I'm a, I don't know. I feel like I'm now a racist now. I feel like I'm stereotypical about Russia. I've never been there. I, I feel like I'm very judgmental. I assume the standards are very down, very low, like no standards at all. One of my Almost. friends was Russian. She told me that she was bullied a lot for I mean being different. Yeah. And, you know they're not. I heard that too. Somebody told me that too. That's why they came to America. Something about better opportunities and shit here. But they said they got the same bullshit here as they were getting back home. Oh, yeah. Except for different reasons. Yeah. This time it was for the color of their skin or something. Like that. Oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> At least here we have opportunity. In Russia, you're stuck, whatever the fuck it is. You're fucking retarded or autistic or whatever. You're going to, you know, there's no help for you. That's At least true. You're like, hey, man, fuck you. That's true. 